You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. holding off Randy Arozarena in the final round of last night's Home Run Derby the first father-son duo to win Home Run Derby Championships. Vlad Sr. doing it 16 years ago in San Francisco. Welcome back into BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. I'm Chris Mack. She's Kate Constable with you. We are joined by Kenny Ducey now from the Action Network, the game day, and covers to talk some baseball and, oh, yeah, Wimbledon bets as well because we're into the second week uh, over in England at Wimbledon. We got American running wild there as well. Kenny, Good morning. How are you? And your reaction to Vlad Jr. winning the home run derby, as our friend Kate Constable said he would. Yeah, it was an electric derby. I, I thought that was one of the best ones I've seen in, in, in a while. But I also think I, it was a reminder. My, you know, I was, it was funny. I was watching with a buddy of mine, and we were going through the historic numbers. And even that, that Josh Donaldson home run derby from 2008, you look at the final round, it was five to three in favor of Justin Morneau. I mean, we, we were not, we're really not that far removed from home run derbies where guys were hitting three home runs in a round. So to see 40 from Julio, uh, just another unbelievable performance from Vlad. It, it, we're, we're lucky that they changed that rule and made it that way. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, it was, it, it was great. Well-deserved by Vlad. And, and it did seem like he had a, he had some power reserves to tap into in that final round, which I thought was very smart of him. Very experienced derby derby participants, and uh, yeah, really really cool to see him and his dad, him and his dad win. And I think it would be really cool if, like, in some in some fantasy land, we had you know uh, hologram Vlad in his prime versus Vladito in his prime, and we could see who could hit home more home runs. Yeah, that power reserve uh, was key late in the derby because uh, we saw some players run out of that even in the second round. Kenny, with the All-Star game tonight, the American League has won the last, what, nine All-Star games. Why is that? And are you betting on them to win it again tonight? Or are you taking a flyer on the NL? Well, the reason that the American League keeps winning is because the American League is better. They have better players. <laughs> uh, that's just a fact. And the, the thing is, this year, they really don't because Aaron Judge is out. Shohei Otani's going to hit, but Shohei Otani's not going to pitch. Mike Trout is also out. And if you look at the lineups here, seven of the, excuse me, eight of the top 10 in OPS in baseball are in national, on the nationally roster right now. Uh, and their lineup is just way better. You look at the bottom of this lineup. First of all, you know, Lisa Raya is going to hit six, obviously the hit king, but then Sean Murphy, Corbin Carroll, and Orlando Arcia versus, you know, you, you, Adolis Garcia has had a great year for Texas. But then you've got Austin Hayes, Josh Young, and Yona Hyman, look, I mean, you know, all great hitters, right? You don't have bad hitters in the all-star game, but I just think the quality on the NL side is so much stronger. When you look at the injury concerns for the AL, 
Otani probably not going to pitch because of that blister. You also don't have Framber Valdez and Shane McClanahan. And the replacements uh, are, are pretty subpar. And even look at the replacement uh, on offense. Tulio Rodriguez is having a really bad year, hitting under 250 and slugging 411. You know, I don't really know if that's going to help the American League all that much, that Julio Rodriguez in there with the way he's been swinging the bat this year. Uh, and especially in the starting pitching matchup, we can also look to Garrett Cole actually has a better – or excuse me, Zach Allen actually has a better expected ERA than Garrett Cole. I, I just think the American League is going to be relying on a lot of subpar bullpen arms. I do think the over could cash here because of all the pitchers that are going to be out for this game. Clayton Kershaw and Spencer Strider for the NL as well. Uh, but just looking at the rosters, I just think the National League has so much more quality. And, I mean, it really has to do with the fact that they have just so many Atlanta Braves because the Atlanta Braves are just that good. Uh, but, I, yeah, I, I will say I'm going to go ahead and take the National League to win this game with a slight nod towards the over because I, I think that there's one too many pitchers missing here. Okay, yeah, we were talking about looking at the under earlier, Kenny, um, just because that has been the trend over the last, what, five, six, seven All-Star games. They've been lower scoring. Uh, total of BetMGM right now sitting at 7.5. Uh, it's even money on the over, a little juiced on the under, minus 120. Uh, so that gives you the indication. I've seen other books sitting the total at 7 still that maybe – uh, the books are expecting a lower scoring game, um, but you give us some pretty good evidence there for why we might expect a little more offense. Um, is there any play maybe to the first five under in this thing, or are, are you looking simply at whole game over? See, I actually would also like the first five over just because of okay. what I said about Garrett Cole. I mean, especially watching him firsthand, I think he's been he's been pretty good. Uh, you know, don't get me wrong, but his numbers are down. His strikeout numbers are down year over year, and Zach Allen's been pretty dang good for the NL as well. Uh, you know, I, I, he's, again, he's had the better expected ERA, according to Baseball Savant, and good strikeout numbers. I, I believe in him. And, again, if we're looking at strictly starting lineups, which I think there's – the NL starting lineup is just so much better than the ALs. Uh, they're probably going to have two at-bats. Cole, prob- Cole and Gallon probably go two innings. So I, I actually do think that the first five is, is even better than taking the full-game money line. But, you know, I look – I mean – I, I understand what you guys are saying. I've been betting the American League for many years now and not even thinking about it, and, and the under as well, because that's just been the trend of how things go. But uh, I have a feeling this could get a little – this could be a little bit different here. Um, one thing to look out for, though, Seattle, not a hitter's park. So uh, that, that yeah. could certainly lend some credence to the under. But I, I would say NL, NL full game and NL first five as well. But good luck there. Kenny, you uh, mentioned that Shoei Otani is dealing with that blister – uh, which is why he's likely not pitching tonight. But do you think that it'll affect him hitting tonight? Are there any Otani props that you would target? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to affect him hitting. I mean, you look at the way that Otani has has played over the last few weeks. I mean, there's there's no uh, there's no holding him back certainly. And I don't. I certainly don't think that he's his blister is that big of an issue. It seems more a precaution. Um, but yeah, so so along those lines, I'm. I, I don't think I would back him to home run, hit a home run here just because Zach Allen is, has been really good at limiting the barrels, uh, and, and he's, been, he's been pretty, pretty good. I actually would, I would turn more to maybe someone like J.D. Martinez in the middle of the NL lineup. I think that he might have, be in a good spot to drive in some runs here, be a run producer for this National League team early on in the game, or Nolan Arenado. Th- those are the two of the guys that I'm looking at right in the heart of that lineup. Uh, I think that you're going to get, you know, Freddie Freeman's definitely going to get on base twice. Uh, or at least one time, um, I, I think he's got some really, really good bats ahead of him in the lineup. Nolan Arenado also been swinging the hottest bat in baseball right now. If I'm looking at any props 
I'm looking at the American League. I know that's not the answer that you want. I know you wanted you know me to tell you that Shohei Otani is going to win MVP. Shohei Otani is going to home run. Um, I, I I don't know if Otani's got it in him today, just because like I said, he's not going to face as as big of a home run pitcher. And there are plenty of home run pitchers in this league. There are plenty of guys that are high strikeout, high barrel guys, but Zach Allen, not one of them. Um, so I, I'm not loving the value there, but you know maybe. Maybe Nolan Arenado to hit a home run at plus 630. I could get behind that. But Otani at, at plus 560, especially considering he might only get one at bat. Who knows with his blister? I, I would think he gets two. But uh, I, I don't know if that's that's a great, great play. And he's juiced on to get a hit as well at minus 195. So I think the Otani market's not looking too great. But you can get Arenado or J.D. Martinez or even Corey Seager all at minus 150 to get a hit. You can also, like I said, get good price on J.D. and Nolan Arenado in home runs or to win MVP. I think those are the, the two guys you really want to look at if you want to look at a uh, player prep market. Contributor at Covers.com and American League superfan Kenny Tusi with us here on BetQL Daily alongside Kate Constable. I'm Chris Mack. Let me, let me ask you this because you mentioned uh, some of the guys, the, the depth of the National League lineup, and I found a parlay in particular. It's Otani and a rise to both record a hit. That actually gets you plus money at plus 127. I'm curious your thoughts on that. And then also the uh, playing, uh, alluding to the depth of the National League lineup, Corbin Carroll's plus 210 to record an RBI. He's got seven RBIs in his last nine starts, and I think in three of his last six games going into the break. Um, Corbin Carroll plus 210 to record an RBI. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I actually really like that quite a bit. I was not looking at the RBI market. I, I, I got to admit, Chris. But I, I will say, you know, batting where he is in the lineup, you've got some, again, J.D. Martinez, Nolan Arenado, Arias, and Sean Murphy. I think the only thing that makes me nervous about Corbin Carroll recording an RBI is what if Sean Murphy just hits a home run and takes everyone off the bases for, for poor Corbin Carroll uh, in one or both of his at-bats. Uh, but, no, I, I would say that, to, you know, get a hit markets on the American League side are probably the way I would go, not the home run markets. Just because you look at Zach Allen, as I said, he's really done a good job of limiting the home runs this year, but his, 200, his 245 expected batting average has been where he's been hurt. He's been hurt by singles, but he's, he's definitely had a good, done a good job of limiting the walks, limiting the home runs. Uh, his strikeout numbers have been, have been good above average. So I would say, yes, if I was going to play a player prop market, it would be on, on, the, on the American League side to get a hit, not to get a home run. But the RBI one is interesting for me because Corbin Carroll's been so clutch. He's been so good with players in scoring position. And in theory, I mean, there should everyone in this lineup should be able to get on base. But I, I would also say don't sleep on Orlando Arcia. He's had a very, very good year. Um, and Corbin Carroll has gotten on base quite a bit. And if you look at the RBI market, Arcia is one of the longest odds, at plus 230, to get an RBI. So maybe both of those guys, Carroll and Arcia, to get, uh, to get RBIs, I, I certainly would not hate. Kenny, how do you look at the MVP winner tonight? I mean, does it kind of hinge on who's motivated in this game? Because some of these players don't necessarily want to be here. Maybe they'd prefer the rest, but they were voted in, all that jazz. Like, it just seems like anyone could possibly win MVP. So how do you approach that? 
Yeah, it, you know, it's an interesting discussion because, uh, you know, I remember years ago betting on Shane Bieber to win uh, All-Star Game MVP. And I, I, I would reiterate, you know, whether it's the traditional MVP market, uh, whether it is the MVP market in, in All-Star Game, I would reiterate that this is a human award, right? You always have to remember that. And, um, you know, th- there's, there's definitely going to be something to be said for uh, the biggest moment that happens in this game likely could decide where we want to go with the MVP award. So with that said, I, I certainly think there's always value in taking the hometown player. I think Julio Rodriguez, despite the fact that he's had a terrible season, uh, is definitely in play here to win MVP. I mentioned earlier, I, I like getting guys in the middle of that National League order. Nolan Arenado has been scorching the ball lately, carrying his team, carrying the St. Louis Cardinals, him and Paul Goldschmidt. Um, I could see him coming up with a big hit in this game. I think Nolan Arenado very primed for MVP as well. And, again, a guy that has longer odds that no one's really talking about is J.D. Martinez. But J.D. Martinez has had a pretty good year. He's going to be, like I said, in probably the best position of either of any player starting in this game, uh, just given the fact that he's in the middle of the National League lineup. Uh, and and he's, been, he's been on fire this year, 128 OPS plus. Really good. So uh, I, I like what I'm seeing from J.D. Martinez. Guy's a pure hitter. I think that uh, in terms of, the matchup with Shoei Otani, big fastball pitcher. J.D. Martinez is going to welcome that. He's a big fastball hitter. So I, I or excuse me, uh, Shoei Otani, uh, Garrett Cole is a big fastball pitcher. And J.D. Martinez's familiarity with Garrett Cole from his Red Sox days, uh, and also he loves to hit fastballs. So I would say J.D. Martinez is, uh, and Nolan Arenado are my two picks for MVP uh, on the NL side. All right, Kenny Ducey, Action Network, thegamedaycovers.com. Give us something we can believe in for Wimbledon. We're into the quarterfinals now. I know you got a few for us. Yeah, I certainly do. I'm looking at one on the men's side here that I'm very excited about, and that's Roman Sipulin against the Onyx Center. I know no one listening at home or you guys have any idea who this is or what I'm talking about, but Roman Sipulin is a relatively unknown 25-year-old Russian player, unsponsored, guy wears like baggy basketball shorts out there, going out there with nothing to lose. And I will tell you, the way that this guy's been playing all tournament long has been downright impressive smoking his serve, smoking his forehand on a grass court, a very dangerous player. He only played four grass court matches in his life uh, before this year, uh, finally ranked high enough to play more grass court matches, rattling off some wins here at Wimbledon. He's beaten two former semifinalists, guys, Dennis Shapovalov and Roberto Bautista Gut, a former quarterfinalist of Wimbledon and Guido Pella, and Quarantine Moutet in the second round in a match that was very close. Moutet, personally, one of my favorite players, I thought he was playing some really excellent tennis, and uh, Sofiulin just took the racket right out of his hands. This is going to be a pretty close match, and I think the one thing that I will say, I will continue to say about Yannick Sinner is he is really prone to play down to his competition. It would be much better off if Yannick Sinner were facing Djokovic in this round. I think he would play a much better match. He would come in focused. The thing is, he, it doesn't matter how hard he tries. It, we've seen it through the years of the Grand Slams with Yannick Sinner. Uh, just really does not show up when he doesn't know who his opponent is or when his opponent is, is slightly inferior. When he's a big favorite is the worst time to bet on Yannick Center. So I like all, all that said, the roundabout way of saying, I like Roman Sofiel in plus six and a half games here against Yannick Center. I think he's playing much, much better than the market would indicate. I think that Yannick Center is a player that, again, you look at the last few Grand Slams, down two sets to love against Marton Fucevic at the Australian Open, lost in the second round to Daniel Altmaier as a huge, huge uh, favorite last year at the U.S. Open, almost lost to Daniel Altmaier as a minus 3,000 favorite, uh, dropped two sets to Vilja Voska in the fourth round. This guy just has a real struggle late in Grand Slams. He has a real struggle as a big favorite in Grand Slams. 
So a very smart decision here would be to fade Yannick Sinner with the Roman Safiul in game strategy. Also, guys, like the over in the Rublev-Djokovic match, I think, jo- I think Rublev is playing some excellent, excellent tennis. And another guy who's not getting any credit for the way he's played. I know the career head-to-head is scary. Djokovic owns Rublev. They did, he did beat him one time, but Djokovic was not in top form. But I do think the 32-and-a-half games is a little bit low here. And I think that Rublev forehand on grass is absolutely lethal. And we are not giving this man enough credit for the performance that he put on against Alexander Bublik. What an incredible win that was. Bublik played unbelievable, lights out tennis. And Rublev still came out the victor. So I think he's going to push Djokovic a little bit. I don't know if he's going to win this match, certainly. Uh, I don't think he maybe even wins a set, but I do think this match goes over. Great stuff from Kenny Ducey, contributor to Covers.com. Catch him at the Action Network and the game day as well. Appreciate the time, Kenny. Who says there's nothing to bet on this time of year, Kate? We got home run derby last night, all-star game tonight, Wimbledon. We're all in on all of it. And next, we introduce our friend Kate Constable to another rousing edition of GTFO or Oh Yeah. We'll explain. It's next right here on BetQL Daily.